My name is David, and this is Validating Input, a new podcast from Paradigm Consulting, where we talk about the values, processes, interests, and the tech that supports us. I work as a developer in Calgary, building projects with Ruby on Rails and React. And my name is Abdullah, and I'm based out of Regina. I focus more on the front end of our projects. At Paradigm, we employ fully remote teams that leverage our unique skills and trusted technology. We help you find the right solution, not just our solution. Today, we're talking to Ruben in Calgary about his experience at the company and what's next for him. So welcome to the podcast, Ruben. Can you start us off by telling a bit about yourself, your background, and how you came to work at Paradigm? Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, I am from Colombia, first of all, and I started to get interested in programming languages when I was at school. Uh, about my background, I got a bachelor's degree in systems engineering and a master's degree in e-commerce in the academic side. About my work experience, I started to work and produce uh, software really early, like in the 2000s, the 2001. I started with, uh, PHP, with uh, Java and PHP and then some Delphi, then Rails, uh, then I did some Perl, then Ruby and Elixir. I have been working in different sectors, in different type of companies, uh, academia, telecommunications, human resources. Wow. That, that's a, a pretty broad um, <laughs> experience there, I think. And it actually kind of leads into what we want to start talking about first is your role inside Paradigm. I think as a developer, you've kind of got a unique perspective in that you touch a lot more products than most of the teams that we have at the company. Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit and uh, what what kind of technologies you're working on and maybe the teams that you're working with? Here in Paradigm, I, am, I work as a full stack developer. But yes, my role is interesting because I have been involved in some ways in all the processes and multiple projects. Sometimes at the same time. <laughs> so it's good because I participate in the proposals, like meeting with the clients, gathering requirements, designing solutions, the architectures, setting timelines, resources that we need, and etc. All that was involved in, or that is involved, developing a software solution. In the development side, well, doing the full stack, do demo to clients and also provide support and maintenance to software that I deliver. Yeah, because you've, you've worked on a couple of projects basically on your own where you've been doing everything, including managing the project and discussing things with the client. And then on a few other projects, you've been part of part of the team delivering it. Do you kind of, you, you've, you've you kind of touched on that you've done this aspect sort of throughout your career are you still kind of drawn to a certain aspect or do you do you like just doing the development and doing the other things because they need to be done i like to be hands-on so actually doing the solution but to do the solution in the better way you need to do a right architecture so you need to do a design and to do a design you need to understand what you need to develop so you need to understand the client needs so having the whole perspective and being part of all the process, it's, it's, really, it's really good. And I like 
all the processes, all all the all the all the process to develop software. Yeah, I I, I enjoy more when I am designing and building the the solutions, but I also uh, enjoy when I am gathering the requirements and actually trying to understand the client needs and propose a solution for it. Well, you've been at Paradigm for almost three years now? Two years and a couple of months, yes. Two years and a couple of months. Do you remember your, your early days when you first sort of met up with Kevin and, and, and came on board? Was there anything in particular that sort of attracted you to Paradigm? And I think I forgot to mention this in the first questions about how I met Kevin and how I get enrolled in Paradigm. It was because I created a meetup for Elixir here in Calgary at the end of 2016. And... Kevin was uh, attending to the, to the meetup. So I met Kevin there. And then like in the middle of July, or no, I, I, like in September of July, 2017, Paradigm uh, had an opportunity, an, an, an open job opportunity. And as I already met Kevin and I know that he was working with uh, Rails and he was interested in Elixir. I just decided to jump in and and apply for the job. I was attracted for the interest of the technologies and for the work that uh, we talk about uh, in in the meetups that he has been doing with the, with the company. Now, in my early days when I start, I started as a solo developer in a project with a company in California. And yeah, I just jump in and start delivering stories. It was, yeah, it, it was hard at the beginning to, because uh, yeah, it was, it, it was uh, a project that uh, was started. So I needed like have some time to get up and develop in, the, in, in, in a faster way. I'm understanding the product that was already built. That was in, in process of building, yeah, in process. Had you been working remotely? Like, Kevin, Kevin's also based out of Calgary, but we we always work from our own homes and, and, and things. Had you been working remotely before working with Paradigm? Yeah, my last year and a half in Colombia, I work as a freelancer. So I work remotely in a town near Bogota uh, for a year and a half. Then I moved here and I started to work in a company with a small team of developers. And uh, th that was the previous company before um, Paradigm. And I was able to work remotely time to time. So I was really good and I feel good uh, working remotely because I had the experience before. Yeah. Did you notice a difference between freelancing and working remotely and then working remotely for a company? Well, working with a company, it's way better because you have the support of all your, all the company, right? Your teammates. Right, right. Doesn't matter that I was working as a solo developer for that project, but I was counting with all the other people in the company uh, to, if I had questions about uh, some solutions or options that uh, to, to provide a better experience to the client. So yeah, it's, it's way better to work in a company remotely than just a freelancer because you have more uh, support 
Do you want to expand a little bit on how that works and how how that changed you as a developer, um, going from you know working on something just by yourself to having this resource that maybe isn't right next to you in the next cubicle, but is is relatively accessible across uh, Slack or or whatever, right? Yeah, well, um, each of us, like I think that all in the company, we have our own experience before Paradigm, and that is really good and enrich what Paradigm provides. Because in my case, I had experience with also Perl and doing some uh, e-commerce stuff and generating uh, invoices with PDFs and all like things like that are kind of trivial but if someone needs to have an opinion on how to do this I can I can help them and also in my case I get support in uh, some kind of uh, solutions that I uh, wasn't sure if there was a better way and so I contact any of the team members or I drop a line in the general channel, hey guys, how can we do that? And the ideas just start coming up from each of the of the teams, of well, of the people. So it's, it's like when you are alone, you can go to the forum and check by yourself, probably go to a chat, a general chat. But here in the company, we could ask specific questions for the problem that we are trying to solve and how um, will be the best in time and in resources and in practice to solve a, a specific issue. So it's, it's, it's really good. I, I, I like the, to have the support of the company. And how did you go about uh, getting to know everybody in the first place? So just walking in and not knowing who to talk to or you know, what experiences somebody has it can be rather daunting just to, to walk in as somebody brand new and not even know who you could ask what, or, you know, even just having that interpersonal relationship aside from the tech. Well, uh, when I started, I was working just as a solo developer, right? Uh, but I have my um, main contact that was the project manager in part of them side. So at the beginning, I just know him and Kevin. Later on, I met uh, David and Scott because as we are located here in Calgary, we had the opportunity to go to lunch one time, like the welcome lunch. And for the other team members, I actually uh, start talking with them basically because I was involved in, all, in, in, in other projects. And for other cases, I think uh, the, the body chats and the book club, book club was the place where you were able to know actually all the all the other team members of Paradigm. Yeah, I, because I don't think um, aside from uh, messaging you for help on Alexa things, uh, I don't think we had the opportunity to actually work on a on a full project together. So it was really those those buddy chats that you and I uh, got to catch up and uh, see um, share our interest and love for kung fu movies and uh, karate movies together, which is great. So maybe um, let's talk about some of the other things that you're doing. So outside of your regular responsibilities at the company, what else are you doing 
to increase your professional network. We've talked about the meetup a little bit. You can expand on that or if you want to talk about something else. Yeah, well, first the meetup, yeah. I think that that's, that's something that is really valuable. Not only the meetup that uh, I am organizing, also the meetup that I attend. I try to go to different meetups and see the trends and the technologies and interact with other people. Like being remote is, uh, sometimes you feel like isolated a little bit, but if you go to these other spaces and places, you can uh, meet uh, other people with your same interest and interchange uh, knowledge. That's one part of the of the networking. Also, I am pursuing my professional designation with APEGA. APEGA is the Association of Professional Engineers and Geoscientists in Alberta. So that also will it's increasing me the my network being a part of of an association here in in Calgary. So yeah. Cool. Maybe getting back to the meetup a little bit. One of the questions I have is being a little bit more on the introverted side, how did you find organizing that on a regular basis and coming up with material and, you know, just keeping people plugged in? I know sometimes it can be like pulling nails, just trying to get people to show up. And how did you work work through that process? Yeah. First, I could say that how the meetup started and it was because I didn't find any space to share knowledge and meet other people interested in Elixir. So that was the reason to, to create the meetup. Now for the topics, uh, basically whatever I am working on or I am going to work in could be a topic. So the first one, like in the first session was, okay, I need to learn Elixir. So first topic, basics, right? It's a thing like that. So and to develop a topic like i started like first of all i i bought a book read it and develop all the exercises and then i bought another one another one and all the knowledge was like complementing each other and you have material to actually do a lot of talks but it's it's really time consuming to do those presentations because as i was doing it while i was learning or doing something it's it's like to uh, like preparing and learning at the same time. Yeah, I think maybe that's some of the the best way to actually teach something is to pick something that you don't know anything about and and figure out okay, well, how do I teach this to somebody else when I don't even know the the topic, right? So you you dig into maybe the things that you find interesting and and share those. Yeah, and also you learn more in depth because when you are preparing those talks, you say okay, but what happened if and you start digging into the topic and say, oh, man, this is what is happening. And your mind just start working better. Yeah, you can you can really go in depth on uh, just a small amount of, of information um, as long as you have a starting point. Yeah, and i also aware that you've also, as you've been learning, you've been contributing uh, various repos and, and, and projects as you've been going through has that sort of, I guess that's also along the lines of as you learn, you find holes that other people who are trying to learn, maybe missing pieces and documentation. So was that kind of like a goal for you to also contribute back to to cement some of your learning and also provide resource to 
to other people coming along? I, I think that, that 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 is part of being involved in a community and, and in a community and the open source community. Like uh, I I have been contributing with different projects in different levels. At the beginning, I start basically just updating documentation of the Phoenix framework, Block, Ecto, uh, and, and and other projects there, and Elixir itself. And also, I start solving some bugs, and yeah, like that is part of the learning, is actually contributing to improve the language and improve uh, the code that uh, Elixir, well, the Elixir projects uh, have, right? If a newcomer is uh, going to learn Elixir, it's better to have a better documentation. Like, if, if you find a, a mistake or an error or a bug in the documentation, will make difficult for others to learn. So if you can fix it, it's it is going to benefit not only you because you know that how how that should work, but also the others that are going to read the, the documentation. Have you got to know any of the people that contribute to Elixir and Phoenix and the other projects that you've been uh, working on? I had the opportunity to go to the Lone Star Elixir Conf for two years. So I met the core developers there, Joseph Alim, Chris McCord. Well, just handshake. <laughs> but it, it's amazing, yeah. Other people there, like uh, all, all the guys of NERPS. I also did some dates on the NERPS project, documentation mostly. But yeah, yeah I, 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 I like to be part of the community. It has been good to work also in Elixir here in Paradigm because I had the opportunity when I found something, I can submit a PR as part of my daily job, right? Yeah, so for you, it, it's not actually just a side project to work on Elixir and, and these new technologies, but it's actually part of your, your daily job. And and you actually get to flex those muscles a little bit and, and see where you can push the technology to. Uh, do you want to talk about some of those projects? Like, uh, first of all, like, Elixir is a functional programming language that uh, was built to run on the Erlang virtual machine. The Erlang virtual machine was built to run Erlang, and he has been there for more than 30 years, and it was built to support uh, concurrent applications, reliable. They have like this big framework called OTP, not framework, it's uh, libraries and utilities and like it's not a standard, but ways to to create uh, an architecture to um, solve uh, interesting problems. When Elixir came in, one of the one of the first goals was to be fully compatible with Erlang. So we will have all the benefits of Erlang and what Elixir is going to give more than than Erlang uh, had at that time. Uh, yeah, and provide uh, more tooling, documentation, uh, better syntax, and better abstractions of uh, models and functions that will be that will help the developer to be more productive. Yeah, I know in one of the the demos that you've given at the meetup, you showed how resilient it is. So, for instance, you can you can take your code offline, and because it's message passing, as long as the supervisor is still running you don't lose anything. Like it, it basically holds on to those messages until there's a process ready to, to accept them. 
And and that's something that's kind of neat that I haven't had the opportunity to work on in any of the other languages that I touch. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? How the processes talk to each other. It was said that uh, it was an implementation of the actor model and there is like a kind of confusion there between Carl Hewitt, the creator of the actor model, and what Erlang said that Joe Armstrong built uh, because it's supposed like it's not an implementation. It was like a coincidence that um, actually actor model way of building apps was built in Erlang. So yeah, it's it's really interesting. You have like one process that will maintain a state. We're talking about functional programming languages. In functional programming languages, you don't mutate something. Sorry, you don't. You build new objects out of the out of the old ones, right? So you, you're not changing state or, or or updating variables, but you're actually building new instances with the new data. Yeah, and it's actually uh, op- optimized it to to reuse some things, but it's actually creating a new one. Right. So it's it's really it's really fast in the way that they can transform data. Like for example, the Phoenix framework. You get your request, and the request is basically a structure that goes to Cowboy, and then Cowboy uh, has a block that will change, uh, not change, will transform that structure in something that uh, Elixir Framework will understand, and then will pass through a series of blocks, building the response. And the same, like the, the structure that you came up will be changed until it's returned. Yeah, there's really some interesting things that um, you can do with Elixir um, and Phoenix. Some of the projects that you've worked on, you're changing state live in the browser, but you're not using JavaScript to do it. Now, from how I understand it, that's happening on the server side, and they're sending a diff down. Yeah, basically, it's uh, using LiveView. That is something that came up uh, last year. The live view is composed one part of a JavaScript library that will take care of uh, the events on the browser and will pass all those events to the server. Like it's a, it's server side rendering and you don't need to touch JavaScript to do it more than configuring the the live view object uh, live view uh, library and it's fast like it's it's crazy fast what it's really doing is you have um morph doom like you have you have your page there there are a couple of steps the first step is that you load the page the live view get mounted and the live view is actually a process that is running with a default values and all that information, it's rendered in the, in, in the page. So go directly to the page. Then through sockets is going to create a connection with web sockets and is going to be pending of any change on the front end and send that to the back end or something in the back end that will could send information to the front end to be refreshed. And it's really performant because in the back end, we are going to send only the data that is changing, and in the front end, it's going to render 
the data that actually change using a library called MorphDoom, a JavaScript library. Cool. You had mentioned to me a few weeks ago that you were considering not continuing on with the meetup this summer. Do you want to kind of run through that story and how that all played out for you? Yeah, like yeah. a couple of months ago, I was like really like sad because most of the time I have been doing all like the, the talks and it has been hard to get involved more people in the community to do talks. So it was mostly uh, me preparing the talks and doing the workshops and... Yeah, and, and you're working on your professional engineers as at the same time. So you're a busy guy. At the same guy. time. <laughs> and family and yeah it's, yeah, it's like, I was a kind of exhausted. And I was thinking, okay, I think that uh, I, I tried for three years, <laughs> almost. I was like thinking, on okay, we could step aside and probably thing on merge this meetup with the functional programming meetup or something like that or just uh, step out and wait to see if someone else wanted to uh, take the lead but uh, yeah always I have been thinking of it something happened something always <laughs> like happens the first time was, yeah like, like the, the first time was like when after the four first meetups or not five like six meetups, no more, like seven meetups. I was, I was thinking the same. Okay, we should merge because there isn't not enough people uh, interested in Elixir. Then Kevin show up and we revamp a little bit the Elixir meetup. And then I get to work in Paradigm and I start working in Elixir. And after the first year, I was like in the same place. And I was able to go to the Lone Star Elixir Conf. So I went there and recharged batteries and come again <laughs> with new energy. And the next year again. Yeah. And now this year, uh, well, I had a new opportunity. So uh, I will continue with the meetup. <laughs> nice. And so your, uh, your new opportunity is directly because you're running the meetup, right? Not because of, of uh, I am running the meetup, but because uh, I have the experience uh, in Elixir, they, uh, they wanted to have someone with the mathematical knowledge, the uh, functional programming knowledge and Elixir and Phoenix experience to, to the role. And yeah, and I, 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 I finished my FE exam and I passed my FE exam, the fundamentals of engineering, like five months ago, so I was I, I am in shape in, in my in my maths. I study like math, advanced math, geometry, trigonometry, linear algebra, probability, statistics, physics, strength of materials, physics, dynamics, statics, fluid mechanics. Like it was a crazy, crazy, crazy exam. But I study and I clear it and because of that, because of the meetup, because of being a member of uh, APEGA helping me to, to get this new opportunity. Cool. So you mentioned that you, you actually get to keep all the things that you like about Paradigm. And I think one of those things uh, that we, we value as teams is working remote. And I know you, you're fairly big on your family life as well. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, like it's uh, like when, when you start working remotely, 
it's hard to to go back i think should be for a special case but in my case like uh, fortunately i will be able to have flexible schedule uh, opportunity to work remote but as the same as we are located here in calgary and the company has an office in, in downtown probably i will show up uh, a couple of days or like at the beginning i think that i will be there mostly while uh, actually the the work uh, start so it's 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 really good the flexibility of work and yep and using the tools that that i love to use that's awesome i really love the work that i have been done here in paradigm and it's it has been really interesting the the projects that i have worked in so it was not the simple web app the projects were really interesting from from my point of view so i enjoy it each time that a client said okay what if we do this and <laughs> voila <laughs> yeah and i don't think i've mentioned yet but you and i actually got to work side by side for a while when we had an office downtown so we be working downtown three days a week. And so while we didn't actually work on the same projects, we, we got to, to share a little bit of knowledge and experience. And uh, I think having those occasional touch points is important as well for, for having the remote team. And, and that's where you and I really connected. Yeah, um, basically like in, in the, from the work point of view, it was amazing like because you have uh, more experience in the world of the company, in the project of the company that, like, no, you were working more time in the project of the client. And my job was like a side in the, in the same project, but in a different group, right? And I was able to just check things with you and, and that will make uh, my life uh, easier as a developer because I, sometimes I didn't understand exactly what the impact will be moving things and that kind of stuff because it, it was not clear. It, it was a, a beast, a really, really giant project. Yeah, there's, there's still parts I think that I haven't explored yet. It is a large code base. Having those conversations with you opened up parts of it to me that I had never seen. And, and I think we, we share that in common. Yeah. And also it helped me with other projects. I remember uh, talking about... Uh, how to or the best way to connect with different FTP servers to gather information and we, we did some talk about it and I developed a solution after our talks for other projects. <laughs> Maybe we can talk a little bit about your offboarding. So over the last three weeks you've been slowly kind of passing off your projects that you currently have on your plate and I didn't realize that how, how much stuff that you're actually working on like that that it's crazy. I, I've had the benefit of being able to kind of focus on, okay, well, this is, you know, one project at a time and I can, I can focus on that and think about that and not have to worry about anything else that needs attention on my plate. Just the stuff that you and I have been talking over for the last three weeks and being able to work on the same code has been great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's really great. I, 
I, I enjoy like those pairing sessions and yeah, like a lot of projects. <laughs> yeah, and like it's uh, difficult, not difficult. It's to have all the all the team in board because I was able to pass like each of the projects to other ones without actually any issue. Yeah, and I think that all 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 the code that I have been writing and all the solutions, most of you like most of you, yes, could could have an idea of how I develop the solution. So it's uh, it's good, it's good, and it has been good like uh, having this uh, the opportunity to okay, I am going to give a tour on this particular project and then to uh, this particular project and if you start looking at it uh, it was like a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about uh, a lot of the important things and told Ruben that definitely will be missed for sure I will miss all of you guys for sure so thank you Ruben for uh, taking the time today to dig into your experiences and what's next for you I know everyone here at Paradigm wishes you all the best for the future. Thank you, listeners, for uh, joining us as we continue to grow, become better developers, and add purpose to the things and build the relationships that we cultivate. Take care, Ruben. Thanks, Ruben. Take care. Bye-bye.